I've had this flight to Nashville booked for the past two months. It leaves in five hours, and I'm not sure I'm going to get on it. It's 8 o'clock in the morning, and as my wife, Sarah, is walking out the door to go to work, she turns around and kind of laughs at my hesitation and the absurdity that someone would have a flight booked and still be hesitant to get on in a few hours. She says to me before she walks out the door, well, whatever your decision is, I support it. I guess when I get home from work tonight, if you're here, you're here. If you're not... I'll know you went to Nashville. But if you ask me, I think you should go. She leaves and I realize that the situation I'm in right now, my hesitation, the unknowingness, my hesitancy that I'm feeling in this moment has nothing to do with a freaking flight to another city. It's a tangible representation of situations you and I find ourselves in on a regular basis our deep down desire to have everything figured out, to have all the answers, to know what the future holds. But that's just not how life works. Screw it, I'm getting on the damn flight. driving on Interstate 65 North, just left Nashville. After spending the night there last night, I have no idea what's going to happen in Louisville. I don't know where I'm sleeping. I'm in a rental car right now, but I feel like Louisville is the place to be tonight. I'm following my curiosity, but let me back up for a second. I want to tell you a story of how I got here, how I have no idea what the next three days are going to look like, and... Really, it all has to do with a phrase that I think we are trained to not be comfortable with in life. The words that I think actually if we can learn to be comfortable with would bring so much value in our lives. Our lives would be so much better off if we could get more comfortable with the words, I don't know. let Let me back up. Two months ago, at the beginning of April, my wife and I are hanging out on a Sunday morning. I had just put in my letter of resignation to a very comfortable situation in life, uh, a job that I was quite frankly amazing at. I knew what was expected of me. It was a gig that I was proficient at and I crushed it on a regular basis, but I was comfortable and I knew my time. I don't know if you've ever been there, but you, it does, it's not even about, it has nothing to do. I, this actually, it doesn't even matter uh, what my gig was. Uh, and I have a feeling maybe you've been in a place like this before in your life, or maybe you're there right now. It actually has nothing to do with the situation you're in, but it has to do with your interaction with it. Maybe you've been at a job that you know you've been there for a year too long. It was the right place to be for one season of 
of your life, but now you know it's time to move on, but the future is unknown. You have no idea what it looks like. You just know that you have been comfortable, and if you continue down the road that you are traveling right now, you're gonna blink, and 10 years are gonna pass you by just like that. And so that's the situation I found myself in, uh, and if I'm gonna be quite honest, it was freaking scary. I had no idea what the next couple months were gonna look like. I had no idea how Sarah and I were gonna pay the bills. Uh, and it was a morning of, it was a morning of floating, to, I guess to put it one way, uh, floating between the comfort of knowing that I'm doing the right thing, but also the discomfort of the unknown and uh, all those emotions that come with that. So as we're sitting there, Sarah's on her computer. I was listening to a Bell and Sebastian album while reading a book. And she interrupted me and she said that she found a flight to Nashville, round trip out of Minneapolis for a hundred bucks, super cheap, two months from now. And she said, it's at the beginning of June, uh, I, we had no idea what I'm going to be doing in June, but she said, you have a lot of friends in Nashville. It'd be good for you to, uh, would, do you think you would want to line something up, make something happen? Uh, and I was like, yep, let's do it. So I booked the ticket, not knowing. Uh, and I was confident that Nashville would be a great career move to get down there and, you know, remind people that I'm still in the music game. This is still something I want to be doing with my life. Flash forward two months. Uh, June is quickly barreling down on us. And as I've been putting feelers out to friends of mine to set up hangs and different meetings, I quickly realized that the majority of my friends and my network and relationship in Nashville was actually out doing summer touring. Uh, the people that I was planning on staying with and hanging out with, uh, recording a few podcasts, uh, those artists were going to be on tour. So it gets to the week before I'm supposed to leave. And with every day that passes, I'm more and more realizing that everybody is busy right now and all the certainty and my plans for this trip are diminishing and the the amount of the un, the amount of unknown is slowly growing. I began talking with Sarah about the sunken cost of this trip and I said, you know what, I know we spent a hundred bucks on this flight, uh, maybe I just don't get on it and I save myself the money on of hotel rooms that I'd have to buy because uh, I'm not for sure who I'd stay with. Uh, and I saved the money on rental cars. So I would actually be saving us money and I just plan it for another time that makes more sense and I can be more intentional with my time in Nashville. It's eight o'clock in the morning and as my wife Sarah is walking out the door to go to work, she turns around and kind of laughs at my hesitation and the absurdity that someone would have a flight booked and still be hesitant to get on in a few hours. She says to me before she walks out the door, well, whatever your decision is, I support it. I guess when I get home from work tonight, if you're here, you're here. If you're not, I'll know you went to Nashville. But if you ask me, I think you should go. She leaves and I realize that the situation I'm in right now, my hesitation, the unknowingness, my hesitancy that I'm feeling in this moment has nothing to do with a freaking flight to another city. It's a tangible representation of situations you and I find ourselves in on a regular basis 
our deep down desire to have everything figured out, to have all the answers, to know what the future holds. But that's just not how life works. Screw it, I'm getting on the damn flight. But as I'm packing, I'm starting to think about the unknown that I'm walking into. And I start thinking about these daily Guinness episodes. And if this is your first time listening, something I've been saying at the beginning of these episodes is that my goal, my reason for recording these daily episodes is to try and change. It's my attempt to change my own definition of curiosity from a noun to a verb, to a lifestyle, to a way I position myself in the universe, to a way I look at people, the way I talk to people, the way I look at situations. How can I be an even more curious person and turn that into a lifestyle uh, instead of just something that has to do with podcasts and interviewing people? How can I fully embrace a life of curiosity? What, what does curiosity even mean for me? And as I was thinking about that, my flight was going to leave in a few hours. What if I spent the next four days, my flight was leaving in the next four or five hours on a Monday, and it was returning back to Minneapolis on a Thursday. I said, what would happen if I, could I use these next four days to fully embrace curiosity? What would happen if instead of traveling with intention, to experience what I want to experience. What if I traveled for the next four days based on purely listening? And by listening, I mean listen, and not just listening, you know, with my ear, like not just listening to the things other people say. I'm talking about listening to the universe. Those things that oftentimes we put off as coincidence. So the rules for this are simple. Say yes to things. Listen to the opportunities. Listen to the things I might miss. Say yes more. Don't plan out the whole week. Don't have the whole thing figured out. Don't. Uh, I don't. Ha- I have. I had no idea where I was going to stay last night. Uh, but I ha- had a strong feeling that if I truly was listening, if I could truly tap into a deeper state of curiosity, it was all going to work out. So. Step number one, I call an Uber. I literally, I decided I'm even gonna save my check-in for the airport. So I go in, Humphrey, Terminal 2, and I'm standing in line to check in. Uh, I'm texting my buddy, Dan Rodriguez, and telling him about the situation and what I'm doing. And he responds to me and says, dude, you know what you should do? You should text our mutual buddy, Isaac Burkhardt. People, he said people are staying with him all the time. You can crash on his couch for sure. And I said, well, yeah, I thought about Isaac, but he tours with the Country Act, Dan and Shay, and I was pretty sure that they were in Canada at the moment. That's one of the reasons I didn't hit up Isaac. As soon as I responded, I sent send to my text to Dan. I heard someone calling my name from behind me in the airport. I turn around and it's freaking Isaac Burkhart standing there in line behind me. I turned to him and I start laughing instantly. I said, dude, I am not kidding. I was just texting about you to Dan right now. I was just texting about you. I, I said, dude, okay, here's the deal. I have no idea where I'm staying tonight. Is there any way I can stay with you? But I wanna end it there. It Today is Tuesday morning. Uh, I slept on Isaac's couch last night. But the point of all of this is I had this realization when I woke up this morning that my entire life, and tell me if you're with me on this, our entire lives, we are uh, naturally drawn to certainty. The unknown 
can naturally be uncomfortable. Uh, just today, bef- I'm going to continue on some of these stories and interactions this week, but I want to leave you with this. As I've been running into friends here in Nashville, the first question that anybody asks is, well, what are you doing here? What are your plans? Why, why are you in town? And I've realized how insecure and stupid, actually, that I feel saying, I don't know. I'm just here to have an experience. I have no idea where I'm spending the night tonight. Man, I've had this temptation to reply to people uh, with in ways that make it sound like uh, that I've got it all figured out, that I have a plan. But what I've realized is when I reply honestly with, I don't know. I have no idea what the next thing uh, is going to look like. I don't know where I'm staying tonight. I don't know what eat. I don't know what I'm going to eat next. I don't know who I'm going to talk to next. I don't know where uh, where I'm going. Well, that if I'm honest, man, so much value of this experience has opened itself up to me. All right, so that's all I got. Whatever, here's my hope for you. Wherever you're at, uh, whatever curious, whatever curious endeavor you find yourself in the midst of in life, maybe with your career or relationships or whatever you, whatever you're at in life, maybe the future is unknown and you're in the middle of, maybe you find yourself in the middle of trying to figure stuff out. I hope that yes, things show themselves to you and make themselves clear and that the next steps become clear for you. But also I hope that you are more confident than ever to lean into the unknownness of life that you're willing to revel in it that you're willing to revel that sounds so stupid i don't know why i said that word i never use that word but uh, that you're willing to uh not just put up with the unknownness but maybe you are able to appreciate and even enjoy parts of the unknownness and this mysterious in life all right that's all i got i'll talk to you tomorrow as always stay curious